Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Topics on today's episode include mortgage demand, my interview with Kristen Messerly on the next generation of homeownership, and the Fed's data dependency. Thanks to today's podcast sponsor, Richie May. Richie May is a recognized leader in providing specialized advisory, audit, tax, technology, and other services to the mortgage industry for almost four decades. Among many awards, Richie May has been named a top 100 firm twice and is known in the market for their education and contributions to the mortgage industry. They don't just hire from the mortgage industry, they have the experts who build it. To experience how Richie May can help you transform your mortgage business, visit richiemay.com. Time flies and we're more than halfway through the third quarter. Few lenders and vendors look forward to heading into the autumn or winter of any year. This year, the U.S. 10-year is up to 4.30%, and with four consecutive negative prints in MBA mortgage applications, the demand for mortgages is now roughly 9% lower compared to the last positive print on July 14th. With mortgage rates hovering around 7.5%, we can all expect rate-sensitive borrowers to continue to sit out. Lenders everywhere are grinding away at lowering their cost per loan. Of course, part of that is beating up on vendors when ordering, putting together bundling packages, looking at employee cost and manufacturing cost. Pricing exceptions are looked at dollar by dollar, which is often why lender A doesn't care much when a branch goes to lender B when examining lender A's book of business showed unprofitability. Lenders are cutting expenses on technology and services, corporate overhead, and spending money on vendors. There's little reason to believe that this will stop. For today's interview, I wanted to welcome to the show Kristen Messerlein to talk about the next generation of homeownership. She's a leading strategist and keynote speaker on generational differences, DEIA and housing, and the psychology of financial wellness. She's worked with hundreds of companies and is the co-founder of a nonprofit delivering home buying education to high school and college students called First Home IQ. She founded and sold the digital marketing agency Cultural Outreach with the mission to promote home ownership in young and diverse markets. She was previously the VP of Sales and Strategy at Experience.com, has consulted with numerous fintech startups across product design, marketing, and research. I kind of want to do a shameless self-promotion here and talk about a show you and I recently launched, Mortgages with Millennials, which is we're kind of billing as the, the voice of next-gen home ownership give people a little high level overview of, of what we're doing here and then and then maybe uh we'll talk specifics in a second. Cool. Yeah, we are our focus is to talk about how to better reach millennials uh, being the first time home buyer market and um we're talking about some of the challenges that are facing millennials and solutions and and how to better reach them. So we're bringing on guests talking about some of the the research around that and of course you're sharing market updates. And so we had Rob Crane on this last week who who talked about down payment assistance with people can are we able to tease any upcoming episodes here? Yeah, so still working out the scheduling for next week specifically, but we do have booked Malcolm Wiley, he's with uh, Stairs Financial, and they're also focused on the, he's the CEO, and they're focused on um, down payment 
assistance programs and things like that. Um, so kind of a teaser for continuing um, our conversation last week. And then also James Wong, who's the CEO of uh, Maxa Designs. And he is an incredibly brilliant millennial leader on brand and marketing. Um, so we're going to cover different topics like down payment assistance all the way through brand and marketing. Um, and then we have some quite a few other leaders that are like Ali Cardi that will talk about Gen Z and some of the differences between millennials and Gen Z. Um, but yeah, we're going to cover the gamut. I was going to say Ali Cardi was in the audience yesterday and chimed in with a couple comments that I that I thought were pretty good. What's it like working with me? Yeah, the superstar of the mortgage industry. <laughs> oh, um, what is it like working with the superstar of the mortgage industry? Um, I it has been really fun. You're a really laid back person, and um, so you know, I feel like we complement each other well. And uh, yeah, it's been fun. I I think you know I like to have a lot of structure around what we're doing, and you're like, let's have fun with this. And so I think it's coming through. And um. You know, I think that we complement each other with the types of data and things that we're bringing to the table. Um, and so, of course, both being millennials, that's also really fun. Um, but yeah, what do you think? How's it been working with I, me? I think laid back and no structure is a kind way of saying it's like, Robbie, what are we doing this week? And you can't get a hold of me and it goes to voicemail. <laughs> I don't respond to text and, uh, and 10 minutes before the show, you hear from me. Oh yeah, we're doing this today. But, uh, I, I, uh, I've had fun working with you too. I think, I think you and I compliment each other well. And, uh, I think, I think we have good chemistry too, or at least that's what my girlfriend said. I don't know if she was jealous when she said it. She's like, you two have good chemistry. And I'm like, uh, thank you. I uh, yeah. So, <laughs> Uh, at, at the very least, uh, you and I can definitely both bring our, our own perspective uh, of what it's like to go through the home buying process as a, as a younger person. We both bought two houses each, and uh, I, I know that, that we can bring some of that expertise in there. And then also, uh, we've both been in the mortgage industry for like half or more than half our lives. And, uh, and, and so there's that perspective as well. Uh, what do you, real quick before I let you go here. What do you think like the one or two things are that that mortgage companies are are missing when it comes to capturing millennials? What do they I know they want to, but what where is it kind of where's the rubber not meeting the road really? I think there's oh, I mean, of course we've talked about affordability being such a, you know, a number one challenge, but I think that people kind of give up on millennials and Gen Z when it when you see what the market's doing and there obviously needs to be a lot of solutions um you know, around policy across the across the board to bring solutions to some of the affordability challenges. But I think there's a lot out there that could open the door to more market share with millennials that people are unaware of or um, or aren't doing. Like around education, uh, we talked about down payment assistance uh, this week and some of the ways that you can do that and still be competitive in the market. Um, and I think, you know, being educating people within the community, like not just social media, but partnering with people who are already trusted in the in your local market. Um, I think those are great ways to develop relationships so that people can feel comfortable coming to you to uh, to have these conversations early and before they're 
before they're even ready to buy so that they know this is the this is the path to home ownership. I think that's really the future of of building um building a a channel to more millennial business. Yes, you mentioned education. I'm going to add empathy uh and there's there's some other things that that we'll certainly add on our show uh that that we can talk about coming from the perspective of of being a young home buyer and, and what we would have wanted uh from the mortgage company we were working with. So Tune in next week, everybody. It'll be uh, Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Uh, there'll be a, a Zoom link in the, the Crispin Commentary daily email. Uh, I know Kristen has it on her LinkedIn. I, I'll, I'll post it from my dad's LinkedIn. Uh, looking forward to talking to you next week, Kristen. Thanks, me too. Looking forward to it. The Fed remains data dependent, and there are no clear signs that the Fed is done hiking rates. This is not surprising, but still, it's not great for those hoping for lower rates to earn a living or lower their mortgage payment. The minutes from the July Federal Open Market Committee meeting showed that policymakers still see significant upside risks to inflation, which could invite additional tightening. November odds moved up closer to 50% for a rate hike in Fed funds futures, and it was also revealed that the committee has some concerns that the effects of tightening of bank credit conditions could turn out to be more significant than anticipated. Fed staff projections no longer saw the economy entering a mild recession this year, opting for below trend growth in 2024 and 2025. Fortunately, residential construction continues to gradually gain steam. Housing starts rose 3.9% month over month to a seasonally adjusted annual rate of 1.45 million units during July, but that did not draw a strong reaction from the market. This is up 6% on a year-over-year basis. The diverging trend between single-family and multifamily activity was once again evident, with single-family starts up about 9.5% on a year-over-year basis, while multifamily declined slightly. Building permits took a similar trajectory, although the total increase in permits was fairly modest. The record number of apartments are under construction. A seasonally adjusted 986,000 multifamily units are being built, most of which are destined to be apartment rentals when they're completed, helping to relieve upward pressure on rents overall. Weekly jobless claims in at 239,000, down from 248,000, came in about as expected, and Philadelphia Fed manufacturing let off today's economic calendar. Later today brings leading indicators for July. Treasury announcing the auction sizes for next week's new 20-year bonds reopened 30-year tips and 2-year FRNs auctions, and Freddie Mac's latest primary mortgage market survey. We begin the day with agency MBS prices worse about an eighth, and the tenure yielding 4.29 after closing yesterday at 4.26%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping. I want to tell you about a girl I met in Michigan who only eats plants. But you probably never heard of her before. <laughs> Thanks again to today's podcast sponsor, Richie May, a recognized leader in providing specialized advisory, audit, tax, technology, and other services to the mortgage industry for almost four decades. To learn more, visit richiemay.com. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, Search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.